You. Here we go. Just got him off of the Tiger Woods pregame. The song that was playing was De La Hoya by Gucci Mane and Belly, or Belly featuring Gucci Mane. Uh, I had to mute everything because, again, I'm not a city boy. I'm a suburban dad. And he... <laughs> I'm gonna hold it down for the city boys. <laughs> I came in that bug said, "Got you." Mm-mm-mm. I was like, whoa, 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 "Wait a minute now!" No, uh, no, hey. you don't. Nope, not me. I, I, I want to be very clear about this playlist. I got right into it with what the pop or or more southern music, and then you are going to go on an audio adventure of bars and excellent R and B music and EDM. <laughs> One but, song, and it's only fifty percent EDM. I hear you. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, episode one hundred and four of the Splashcast Monday Night Raw, the Around the League edition. I am your co-host Reggie. I'm your co-host Norwood. Our powers combined, we are who your HBCU, HBCU homeboys. homeboys. Thank Zach. you for being here. Thank you for being a friend. Thank, Thank you, you for being, for a, being a friend. Speaking of following, go ahead and and like. You can follow. You can subscribe. You can tell your other friends about the podcast. If you do have friends who don't watch the podcast yet, we fuck with you the long way. Appreciate you. Appreciate y'all, man. We appreciate y'all. Y'all know what it is when it comes to the Around the League edition. Uh, You know, if I walk looking to the left, that's what I'm doing, watching the basketball game, uh, as well as trying to keep y'all with the live updates of possibly – a team winning the Western Conference Finals or going to game five. We'll find out. Um, Boy, if the Nuggets win in L.A., it will not be a parade in that. <laughs> but uh, y'all know what it is when it comes to the Around the League edition. We do our HBCU news around the culture, followed by basketball news around the league, football news around the league, and anything else that we need to add at the end or y'all want to discuss. Let's jump right into this HBCU news around the league, man. I mean, HBCU news around the culture. So Seth Towns is returning for his eighth, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eighth, eighth year playing college basketball at the University or I'm sorry, at Howard. Uh, I believe this will be his last year playing. I don't no. think he has. And he has two years left. Towns began his career in 2016 at Harvard and won Ivy League Player of the Year in his sophomore season. After two seasons of knee injuries, he transferred to Ohio State as a grad student. He missed the 2021-2022 with a back injury. And then he stepped away from basketball in 2022. Of course, he just had three season-ending injuries uh, in a row. Uh, now he's going to Howard for his eighth season in college hoops with two years of eligibility left. So That's he'll be 28 when graduating. Left. 28. Hey, man. I hope he racked up man. some degrees. He is, he is the Google Maps of college. So he started out Ivy League. <laughs> I know what that's like. Oh, could you imagine how many college friends he has had? <laughs> he is about to be the greatest venture capitalist. Like, 
Shout, first of all, shout out to you for persevering. Shout out to you for understanding that you needed to step away from basketball after going through an injury with your back, two knee injuries as well. Um, I was going to have jokes, but now that I've read through this in a little bit more detail, hey, man, I'm happy for you. Somebody that took the scenic route through oh, college as well, it is what it is, brother. I'm Harvard, Ohio State, ending at, at Howard. Which, which, which you ever hand you do that with? Congratulations. <laughs> That's been it. You are you are a college journeyman. You closing out. I get it. Yeah, boy, say let me get over to DC, see what uh park on 14th hidden like. I'm 26. I can do a little bit of both. I wouldn't um, be surprised if he turns out to be like an agent somewhere in the basketball front office somewhere. I mean, there's there's no doubt about it. This man loves basketball. And I mean, he's 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 been at every at every level. Even and, if he doesn't, oh I mean, my god, yeah, that's a lot of time playing basketball in college. That's a lot of different places to go to college. And I mean, as long as you, you get a job it. later, bro, oh, you can get LeBron, a job. Oh, later. LeBron and Aaron Gore. Oh, LeBron about to fight. Oh, okay. So pause. I know we talking about Mr. Seth Towns. Yeah, he got all the cookout connects. But LeBron and Aaron Gordon are literally about to fight. Woo, there we go. LeBron, LeBron and Aaron Gordon. LeBron. I've been wanting to hit one of y'all anyway. LeBron know, LeBron know this series over with. When LeBron try yeah. to fight, he know this series. Joker just. So let me set the scene because this is now for those that aren't watching, dude, watching it now. LeBron hits a LeBron. I mean, Joker hits a stand. Desperation three. LeBron comes down. Aaron Gordon is guarding LeBron. LeBron going crazy. I guess he accidentally taps LeBron in the face. LeBron gets mad and he shoves Aaron Gordon and shoves him like three, four times. And he look at look and now this is LeBron. Oh no, Aaron Gordon. Aaron Gordon clutched LeBron's Aaron arm and LeBron is like, "Yo, get off me." Yo. He hit him like Aaron Gordon is being an asshole. Full transparency. He got him hooked. He put one hand up, like, oh, I'm not fouling him, bro. The referee is like, I can see your hand, bro. Then LeBron got fed up. But it, I don't know why Aaron Gordon wasn't looking at the 6'8 monster, 6'9 monster LeBron. He's looking somewhere else. Like, well, hold on now. Aaron you Gordon play with LeBron with all that now. Mr. Nice Guy stuff you want to. When he grabs you, you're going to have a problem now. Bruh. Let me tell you, and let me tell you who they inserted into the game after this, Mr. Tristan Thompson. They are desperate, desperato, hurting for hope. Hurting for hope. Tristan Kardashian. (laughs) Oh, man. But back to it, back to it. Shout out to Mr. No, we back on, we back on track, back on track, back on track. Shout out to Mr. Seth Towns. Um. For completing the completing the journey, man. We we hope that you stay healthy. You have two good years in college, and and you progress to more to more success. LeBron look like he mad. Or he a new college game. transfer portal is open. Yep, you can do whatever you want to. Uh, in some more HBCU news, shout out to Mississippi Valley I am State. Morant. This is a Morant that's in the news for good. John Morant's sister, Naya Morant, has committed to Mississippi Valley State. Nope. 
That's the wrong. That's the again. Nope. Oh. Nope. My bad. Nope. My bad. The, I didn't mean that. Ah, that's what? Nope. Nope. <laughs> Nope. Ready to sit out and not want to be associated uh-uh. with that. <laughs> I ain't no quick scope on that one, brother. No, sir. No, sir. Hands up. Don't shoot. Uh, Naya Morant has committed to the Mississippi Valley State University uh, Lady Devilettes. I did not know that's what they called their women's basketball team, the Lady Devilettes uh, for Mississippi Valley State on a full scholarship. She'll be playing basketball there. Shout out to Naya. Wait, are the Duke Blue Devilettes? No. Yes. Wait, Lady Devils. Wait, hold on. I think it's ha- Lady Devils. Have we ever seen Duke women's basketball? We've. They're not good. We've seen it. I just thought about it. I was like, I don't really know what. That, that's, that's, that should tell you everything you need to know. Well, uh, congratulations. I think this is a fantastic uh, decision. Uh, Mississippi Valley State is a is a blossoming uh, organization specifically when it comes to sports, you do have the ability to be the largest name. You have a ton of influence. And as you see, Nike came right along with you. Right on down, Nike, right there. So you do have, and this is the thing about social media and having a presence or a name uh, like Morant now. Um, you have the ability to make a really big impression on that university not saying that it should be on your shoulders to do that because you're there to be a student first basketball player second um an influencer third but if you play this right you have the ability to not only influence mississippi valley state and hbcu culture as well you also because let's 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 keep it real let's keep it real if she comes out there and dominates Mississippi Valley State, the bigger schools are going to come try to poach her. What I like about... That's the name of the game. What I like about players like Jalen Hurts, um, uh, what's the one that got drafted? Uh, Jameer Gibbs. They reference Alabama. Jalen Hurts references Alabama and Ohio State. Jameer Gibbs references Georgia Tech and Alabama. If she, if Nia Morant ends up making it to the league, to the WNBA, or playing overseas, or getting picked up by another school, I just want you to recognize Mississippi Valley State. That's all I want well, you to do. the team where you started. That's it. Team they gave you the chance. That's all we want. Don't talk bad about them when you leave. We understand the game. Uh-oh. Don't talk Don't bad about them when now. you leave. You know what I mean? I'm, I was going to say the whole family, but it's really just one person. Make sure you, you show appreciation because we love you. We appreciate that you're going to Mississippi Valley State, and we love the notoriety that you're bringing, and we wish you nothing but success here on the Splash Cast. Shout out if you want to do it. Ain't going to whoop some ass. How about that? Whoop some ass. Shout it. Shout out to Nia Morant, man. So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, we've come to the end of the HBCU segment. move right on into basketball give me a second to open up all the links well some of the links i'm not gonna open up all of them at the same time but uh before we get to the playoffs we got (laughs) got a couple things we're gonna talk about before we get to the playoffs um speaking of transfer portal we talked about naya right 
And we hope she does well at Mississippi Valley State, kicks some ass, and you do get bumped up if possible. If y'all <laughs> talk about the switch up. So Florida State beat Miami in the ACC tournament. And I believe they ended up losing in the championship game, but Miami was favored. If I'm not mistaken. No, I'm sorry. This was a regular this, season. Regular season. Florida State starting wing. Uh, I don't have his name right now. Uh, but uh, he he hit the game when he shot for Florida State to upset Miami. He then entered the transfer portal and commits to Miami. Literally like two months later. All right. So funny story. He has 35 on like Kevin Durant. There's a joke there. Also, um, this is like being a member of the Bloods and the Crips, the Hatfields and the McCoys. It's like liking Georgia and Florida. Uh, it's just you can't do both. You, yeah. you got to pick a side and he stick did. to it. This, he did. He picked that both side. Both sides. Miami. <laughs> what Shorty Lowe said, must be two sides. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you have done done it all. Um, Congrats. <laughs> Yeah, man. So shout out, shout out, shout out to you, man. Listen, NIL has pretty much eliminated loyalty. There is no like listen, if Florida State No, it has not. It has clarified where loyalty belongs in uh, my pocket. <laughs> loyalty <laughs> you? Lo that's a song. Uh -oh, loyalty, loyalty. <laughs> that's the only place you're gonna find that. Yeah. Maybe he had family in South Florida. I don't know. He went from North Florida to South Florida. I don't know, man. You never know. But moving on, man, college basketball. We talked about this earlier. LSU's Angel Reese and UConn's Jordan Hawkins are national champions. Um, they grace the cover of Sports Illustrated. They are also cousins, for real cousins, not like distant cousins. I think they first cousins. Uh, Angel Reese and Jordan Hawkins are cousins and national champions. Shout out to them. And Angel Reese is having first a of all, I'm sure you have a tall ass family. Number two, cousins matter, especially <laughs> if you're black. You know, your cousins is like your play brothers, <laughs> mm -hmm. and your so friends is like your distant cousins. Yep, exactly. Everybody get moved up one group. Uh, but I'm happy for their family. I know that the, the family reunion probably is a uh, a mean game of 21, and I wonder who wins. So they actually have spoken about this, and they said that Angel Reese used to win when they were younger because she was taller. He grew I'm, in I'm high, in high school. Respectfully, Miss Reese, I'm busting your ass. I'm going to tell you that right now. We get on this court, I'm not playing. I have to win. Because if I lose, the family, oh, yeah, you lost to your cousin. I see. <laughs> She's still whooping you, huh? Uh-uh. No, uh, -uh. I'm going to be mad about this. You could be mad. You bring your ass me. out here. I'm a national champion. She gonna whoop your ass too. Come on, <laughs> nah, hell no. Nah. And she posts. He a guard. She put that man in the post. Mm -mm. <laughs> she blocked the shoe and had a shoe in her hand. What you expect me to do? <laughs> hell, this ain't nothing new. Me, we're nineteen now. This been happening since I was seven. Like she been Angel Reese yeah. been tall her whole life. He hit a growth spurt. <laughs> I know what it's like to be short and then have to and go against people that are tall. You be like damn. Oh, and she'll probably just. Back to the basket, boom, boom, killing him. Cause she mm. play aggressive. Boy, that that'll have you frustrated like losing to your mama. <laughs> <laughs> this not right. Woo! Uh, 
speaking of people talking trash, uh, shout out to Brittany Griner. She's back, man. She's back in Phoenix. Had her first game uh, after her ordeal in Russia. Um, and she comes out. And what does she do? Hits the three. And then yells and tells everybody, I'm back, I'm back, I'm back. Shout out First to... First of all, I remember watching her play in high school. I do not. That know. was... She actually played at the... Uh, what's the the uh, tournament right there at Hampton? That's the first the time Bowie, I saw her. She uh, shut the gym down. Bowie, Bowie. Uh, Boo. Boo uh, Williams. Boo yeah. Williams. yeah, Boo Williams tournament. She shut the gym down. It was actually good men playing. When Griner got there, it was over, and we knew she was going to Baylor. Uh, also, congratulations. Brittany Griner has gone to a Russian work prison and come back, and now she can shoot, and Ben Simmons still cannot shoot. Um, that's just nice. Man, if Brittany Griner, who can dunk and post, can now hit threes. Who do you think the Nets rather have, Brittany Griner or Ben Simmons? Be honest. No, because I there's jokes here, and I can't say them. But our podcast, you can do what you want to. <laughs> yeah, I, I I edit. I don't. I ain't about to edit all these. <laughs> what? Jokes Hold on. That I can now say. we need to please. <laughs> we need to go back in time, and we need to clip that, and please <laughs> make that a real whatever. Ready? Said, B- said, Rod said BG. I mean, you yeah, gotta take BG. Too. She can shoot. She plays. She plays. And she plays. Ben she does to, none she of went, it. She went to. She was an international prisoner and came back and played. Ben had an imaginary still back ain't play. and still ain't played. <laughs> that boy passed from away from Trey Young and then after that has just never played again. Shout out to Ben Simmons just for the jig, the lick. How you make the whole NBA your lick? Like he done hit them for multiple contracts now. Like. That's crazy. But the Lakers are playing their heart out. They are playing their heart out. And it's still manageable. But shout out to Brittany Griner, man. She's back. We are happy for that. We are happy for her. Um, everybody deserves freedom. Yep. So we always talk about the whole story now. We we big up Las Vegas Aces before with their with their practice squad and 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 their their hiring practices and everything. Well, the WNBA has rescinded the Las Vegas Aces' 2025 first round pick, suspended head coach, and suspended their head coach for violating league policies and treatment of De'Arica Hamby. Um, the head coach now yeah, she so is only suspended for two games without pay. But this is this is something that they I will say this is something they brought up and then didn't talk about it anymore. Yeah, because every, Becky Hammond was is I still think she's probably in the protected class of people, but she was flawless before this. She had she had no major issues, and then this being such an issue in male dominated industries where, when it comes to women having children, maternity leave, etc., apparently, and and allegedly. All allegedly, I don't want y'all to come back and say Norwood told me this, so it must be fact. But from what I've read, she basically communicated to Miss Hamby that, you know, you didn't hold up your end of the bargain. Um, you're now all in because she had a child. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's fucked up. 
I'm not, I'm not going to mince words. I'm not going to find a nice, polite way to say it. I mean, yeah, you can't, you can't get the, mad at her. You have you a family. The, what are you talking about? Yeah, how you going to get mad at a woman job. for having a baby? And let's be real. This, no offense to the WNBA. They got to go play outside of the country just to take care of themselves. So maybe if you made it worth my while, maybe. I ain't, was, but you talking to me crazy? That now that I will say is an issue that is one hundred percent unique to the WNBA. For now, like there's no way. Yeah, I'm, th- you better be glad because if if so, the 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 Dodgers wouldn't have a team. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot him up! Shoot him up! A call back from last week, boy. Was that two weeks ago? Yeah, they was they went on that uh that All Star run and and ran ran the All Star. Now, I don't understand this one. Kelsey Plume. Oh, I do. I 100% do, because this this burns my soul. All black shoes with white socks, which is like criminal, but she can pull it off. She's a goat, so we're going to let her do it today, yeah. but then we'll talk to her about it after the game, right? I'm going to let that, I'm gonna let that run back. She's all black shoes with white socks, which is like criminal, but she can pull it off. You do Did- not. <laughs> do not. Diggity, do not, never, ever, do never consider. This is a do not pass go, do not collect $200. No. Black shoes, black socks. That's simple. Black shoes, white socks. You got to be somebody's uncle, and you probably just got out of prison. I took it. Don't do it. She said, which is like criminal. Okay. That, That comma... Is very very important because oh. I thought originally when I heard this I thought she said which is like a, and I was like no Ooh. no now, it is criminal to wear white socks with black shoes period really I don't even like white socks in the first place socks don't need to be white for sure and definitely never ever ever with black sneakers wear white socks and this is one of the things that will drive me. Absolutely nuts. Period. The colors are black and white. Why would I don't care? Do not put them. Oh, you finna make me mad, Richie. Make me mad. Dude, black. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Black shoes, black socks. That simple. You look at the NBA. You won't see. It's my Michael Porter Jr. long head ass out here. Disagree so. with that totally. As I'm oh. watching AD have on black and gold shoes with white leggings and white socks. As I watch all oh, the Denver bro. Nuggets, but, but, Michael Porter Jr. and look at Aaron Gordon. I mean, his shoes are red. Those shoes are purple. Dark. Do not, do not. Man, purple and black, man. Especially look. And and, and, and I will shoot Michael Michael Porter Jr. a little bit of bail. His shoes are white and black. That's different. If your shoe is all black, bro, do not put on. Hell no, man. We'll put a poll up for this because I, I read like this. Oh, Josh, <laughs> you might have broke me there. I don't know the answer to which one I like. The comment was Norwood believes in white receivers more than white socks. Facts, facts. I'll out, but I doubt. And you know how I feel about that. So they, that should let you know how I feel about that. 
Hey man, everybody's entitled to their own opinion, no matter. Oh, how not when it comes to black shoes and black socks. You better find some black socks, bro. Your shoe is all black. No, that that I'm gonna tell you what that is. That's black Air Force One behavior. And if you see a dude, I'm gonna tell you what you really need to watch out for. If you see somebody in black low low top Air Force Ones. Run and black low top Air Force Ones with white socks. Run if you see them in black mid Air Force Ones and white socks. Run fast, run as fast as you can. Don't look back because the cocaine bear might be behind you. You need to run to safety and to shelter. You see mid black Air Force Ones and white socks. It's bad. It's not as bad as Glenn Rivers. <laughs> yeah. So, hey, man, we talked about it last week. Seventy. We didn't talk about it in depth, but 76 is a fire doc. And when you actually go back and look at Doc Rivers' resume, he's a very good coach. Very good coach. Won a championship with the Celtics. But his teams have blown these 3-1, 3-2 leads. Close out. He cannot close out a series. It has happened every year after 2008 that he's pretty almost every year that he's made the playoffs. And it's so messed up because you kind of got to give him credit for getting into all of these situations. But as soon as he gets into the situation, uh oh, Mike Malone blew a gasket. That's a te- dude, that was a technical foul. <laughs> Boy, you can tell when somebody finna get one. He said, Mm-hmm. But yeah, and, and the thing is, you have to give him another chance to coach again, right? You know what sucks? I don't blame twenty twenty three blowing the lead on Doc one hundred percent. I blame that on James I mean, Harden and Joel Embiid. I blame that on them ninety five percent. What? How did you come up with that? They disappeared. They James Harden and Joel Embiid disappeared in games six and Yo, seven. I'm gonna tell you right now. And if seven, I'm but, James Harden and I give y'all, first of all, y'all said I couldn't even do it, and I give man, y'all two forty point games, and y'all tell me that I disappear. I'm gonna tell you that I'm gonna disappear again. See, well, I would lose. Well, he's already lose well. James Harden mind. is a magician in the playoffs, though. Now he disappears every time it gets to game six or seven. And it's, they, they disappears. Joel and B disappear like too. If, if I you give can, you, you can two say he had, you can say all the two forty point games. I appreciate game one, but game six and game seven, man, you, you can't have what was it three four eleven? No, uh, uh, uh. What did Tinsley say with LeBron two one one? Well, James gave his two. That's like when that's like when we going around and it's time to settle up. And people ask for the money, and I didn't pay my money. Don't ask me for no more money, bro. I didn't gave all I Man. had. <laughs> I have no more from whence to give. I do agree that Doc Rivers ha- is to blame for it. Gets some of the blame, but you, your two hey, superstars what, hey. can't disappear in Game Seven. You can't. You can't Wait, get blown out in Game Seven. Time out. I I got to stop this. Why is Tobias Harris not held as a superstar? Him too. He is not, as a he superstar. Is paid, He's not a superstar. He is paid more than James Harden. 
That's so is no that's way. Is Tobias just scooting along, scooty bike head ass? No, because Tobias is who he, Tobias million. is who we know he is. We know he's an overpaid asset. We know he's not ever gonna live up to it. We never expect Tobias Harris to win the game. You never expect him to. Joel Embiid is the MVP, the self-proclaimed process. And in game, I'm trying to look up in game seven. Ron looks furious. He's very angry. In game seven, Joel Embiid had 15. Joel Embiid had 15 points and eight rebounds on five of 18 shooting. James Harden had nine points and six rebounds on three of 11 shooting. You can't have that in game seven. That's not all on the coach. That's on you. I do agree that. Yeah, LeBron just took his jersey off. Uh, I do. But it's halftime. They do that every time. He's going to take the jersey off. He's going to put a new one on. Normal stuff. I do agree. I do agree that Doc. The the numbers don't lie for Doc. You can't close out a game. (laughs) But Joel Embiid, 15 on 15. If that were Trey Young, you would absolutely annihilate him for that performance. If James, if Trey Young had nine points on three of 11, you would absolutely, in game seven, to go to the Eastern Conference Finals when you haven't been out of the second round, you would absolutely, no matter what the coach did, yeah. you would absolutely annihilate Trey. So, I am not concerned. One thing I ain't got to be worried about is is Trey Young shooting 11 shots in a game. Well, you can you can say the it, jokes all happen, you want y'all to. Bring it up. You can say the jokes all y'all you want to, up. but when you step happened, you step in, you step in past my point. You know I'm right. If Trey Young put that performance up or six and seven that Joel Embiid put up, you would you would we would talk about that all summer. We would talk about that all no, summer. We did not. Do you not remember the playoffs from last year? So you're not gonna address it. So you don't. So you think three of you think five oh, of eighteen is okay. I mean, he probably should not have shot 18 shots. I don't think that that's James Harden's game anymore. But they forced him to do that because Tobias Harris is stealing sure. $40 million. Yeah. I, I hear you. We need to I do it. You. We need to. It, my thing is, my sticking point is Tobias is just skating along and nobody is asking. A lot of asking. bail. A lot of bail. We've been known about Tobias. No. That's a lot of bail. We've been known about Tobias. I, that, and that and as a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, Tobias had more points than Embiid and Harden in Game Seven. How many points did he have? Nineteen. How many points does he average? I don't care. He had nineteen points in game. We talking about Game Seven. He had nineteen points. So and $40 I want million and, dollars. and I want you to be just as hard on Joel Embiid and t- people that you like. That you are on Trey Young, because I'm telling you, if Trey did 15 and eight on 18 shots, you would we we <laughs> the posting, the tweets, the I hate Trey, and that's why you faced it like go, that because you know I'm right. Crazy. Yes. Did I go crazy? Yes. Last yes. year. Yes. In the yes. playoffs when yes. Trey played awful, he played yeah, you, awful. Yeah, you went crazy when he played good and awful. You went crazy when he hit the game winning shot over Boston and said he had a horrible game. So. But that's my point. Yeah, I'm, uh, you don't want to have a conversation about Joel Embiid and, and James Harden shitting the bed in Game Seven, and you want to blame it all on Doc. Well, the difference is I don't feel like Joel Embiid mm. and James Harden have nearly as much support. A lot of feelings. A lot of feelings. A lot of feelings. You were up three two. I don't care what you got. 
You were up three two. You the MVP. You James Harden. You supposed to you all this stuff you be you be saying about them, and then you shit a brick in game six and seven. Can't do it. I'm not gonna let that slide. Uh, also, 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 this is one thing that I think is gonna clear the deck for a lot of people. If Jimmy Butler sweeps them Celtics, everybody is about to get a clearance. Cause, and I, I'm gonna say this, and I'm gonna go ahead and say this now. If you don't like it, I'm sure you already know. I do not care. I think that Jimmy Butler, if he sweeps the Celtics, he deserves a championship ring. Whether they win, period. Well, that, he that. deserves. A championship. <laughs> I ain't say it. No, I have been on. No, me the Tobias to and y'all get me off of it. First, let me go back. Yes, Jimmy Butler. If you eliminate Giannis, Embiid. Well, we're not talking about them no more. So let's go ahead and take this out. Brown and Tatum. He didn't eliminate Embiid. Celtics beat the 76ers. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Who else? Did, hold on. Be, it would only beat those two. It would be the Celtics. Okay. It would be the Bucks, and they beat uh the Knicks. Yeah, y'all know how I feel about the Knicks. No offense to the Knicks. I don't want y'all to get mad, but if y'all do, you know you can kiss my ass. Um, yes, yes, we we are we are. I get yeah. We'll, we'll we'll get to that in a little bit. Let's let's talk about your favorite Atlanta Hawks. Hey man, shout out to Melo. Former Atlanta Hawk great, all played a hell of a 17 minutes as a Hawk. Literally put, I think I don't even think he even came to get the jersey. He I, never lost as Atlanta Hawk. He never missed a bucket as Atlanta Hawk. Congratulations, Carmelo Anthony. Carmelo Anthony has first ballot Hall of Fame. Has announced his retirement. Um he announced now his this retirement. part is, is what I don't understand. Years. How do you announce your retirement? We knew it. We knew it, bro. No, 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 no. Basically, by announcing your retirement, you're telling them, like, there's always rumors that, hey, you could just bring Carmelo back just to shoot. Just to shoot. But. Uh, now, I do think that Carmelo should have been there instead of Frank Kaminsky. Ever, every time I, I think about Frank Kaminsky playing for the Hawks, I get LeBron got. I think anybody. But what I do like about Carmelo retiring um, is Kevin Durant's troll. Kevin Durant's troll, and he officially filed his paperwork with the National Basketball Players Association. Uh, Kevin Durant's troll saying that this was an offensive foul. This was a foul. Uh, uh, Carmelo Anthony called him a milk the head ass. This is this is the back in the early days of Instagram. It's like two thousand. Look at that Instagram. That's a whole different Instagram. That's MySpace. The fact that we've lived through the no, that is not MySpace. No, that's what it looks like. Oh, the but yes, now that the very first Facebook MySpace RIP Tom. Um and yeah, this the. The beginner's Instagram, boy, good time. Yeah, man. So shout out to Melo. Shout out to Carmelo Anthony, uh, your favorite Hawks. It favorite is. Hawk, <laughs> who uh, uh, retired. Now, I disagree, Rod. I disagree with some of the folks in the comments saying he should have retired as a Nick or a Nugget. A nugget. I mean, at this point, he should just retire. Like, I, I don't. His first part, like, who does LeBron? I guess LeBron is going to retire as a Cleveland Cavalier, I'm assuming. No, 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 wait, wait. 
how do you, all three, it doesn't matter where he retires. All of them are going to retire his jersey. Miami, sure. Cleveland, sure. Lakers, probably. If he wins this ring yet. Well, LeBron, well, that's a different conversation because LeBron's probably going to have What? Reggie, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Let me, wait, let me finish, what? let me finish. LeBron is probably going to get his jersey retired around the entire league. Like Bill Russell, I think Michael Jordan will probably get that, and then LeBron will get that. If you're gonna retire his, what you gonna do with Steph? Not gonna. Steph is not the all-time points leader. I don't. I don't think you're I'm gonna the greatest retire shooter Steph. of all time. Nope. Nope. If, nope I'm gonna tell you right nope, now. Nope. Ain't no way if I'm Stephen Curry, you think you're gonna retire LeBron's jersey and not mine? Or uh, NBA wide then. I tear this. I tear this shit down to the ground. I burn it down. And I yes, can see Josh, them retiring Jordan and LeBron. The whole the jersey. Josh, Josh thank you because I thought that I was tripping when I heard it. He talking about if he wins this ring. You right. If he wins this ring, I, did, I should have said another ring. If he win, if he win this one, boy, we we'll rename this NBA the LeBron James Association of Miracles. They may retire Kobe's jersey all over the league, but not because of basketball. It'd be because of the trailer. Let's get out of there. 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 That's why I was like, ah. R.I.P. to one of the greats. All right. So, uh, Heat Celtics. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Spurs campus. The Spurs. I see why Victor Wimbayana was excited to go to the San Antonio because if I was, I ain't no way that'd be my first choice. But the Spurs are opening a You're new. Also not a French eight foot person. Half a billion dollar campus uh, called The Rock at La Contera will feature human performance research centers, 22 acre park, state of the art Spurs performance center, and more. Uh, this, this is the best thing in San Antonio, ladies and gentlemen. This is it right here. They had the river walk. Once they build this, if <laughs> you're not there, this, this portion of San Antonio, throw it away. Person who's been there, it is a terrible place to do anything other than leave. Uh, what's interesting is this is if you're looking at this, it's kind of difficult to see, but that's the city of San Antonio. This is like 30 miles outside of San Antonio. So they are like going to be secluded. They gonna have everything that you could need I mean, there. <laughs> I mean, in San Antonio, it's all secluded. Five hundred fifty million, though. That's gonna be some state of the art stuff there. We talked about Las Vegas Aces making a, a investment into their team with their facility. This is this is a heavy investment. This is a and heavy. I'm gonna investment. tell y'all right now. With that is also very true. There's no reason to hang out in San Antonio. Uh, but this is what I will say with women, with, with the Spurs winning the women, Yana sweepstakes, expect everybody to return home. now. You're going to see Tony, Tony Parker back in San Antonio, Manu back in San Antonio, Timmy back in San Antonio. I wouldn't be surprised if you get David Robinson back in San Antonio. They are going to be back. Um, this is, this is like when you go back for your class reunion and they actually got a good football team. 
you'd be like, oh yeah, look at that. And spend a couple dollars, it look good in there now. So yeah, well they already said that um, Jake uh, uh, Tim Duncan is gonna be tutoring Wimbayana. Now if you get Wimbayana with the handles that he has to get the Tim Duncan post game, y'all are in trouble. Um, Joker dropped that bomb on Brian. Jeez. <laughs> now let's get back to let's get back to this uh to the playoffs. Eastern Conference Finals. Three nothing. Now, the Heat have been going on this whole dish, you know, tour of y'all. Nobody's picked us. Uh, y'all didn't pick us. And Bam said last year, as the one seed, this was after game three, I believe. He was being interviewed by the TNT panel. Bam said last year as the one seed, y'all still didn't pick us to win it. Chuck said, and you didn't. <laughs> It is the truth. Y'all didn't win it. Uh, I think they lost to Boston, matter of fact. So, you know, yeah. shout, out to, shout out to Miami, man. It looks like they you are. You can't hold it against somebody for not picking you and you lost. Hey, look, Jimmy Butler is. Teddy King. He is Grant a... Williams. Grant Williams. So is he going to, to Shanghai or is he going to like the College Park Skyhawks or. Man, Grant Williams going to get. See, that's where it gets tricky for me. Like, I want to make these jokes. Grant Williams is an NBA basketball player. He is. But this is what happened. See, Boston started out there up 18, and Al Horford Dang. talking about call timeout. Jimmy said, oh, I remember. One thing I like about Jimmy, Jimmy is petty. Jimmy is petty. Look. Yeah, call timeout, that, Al. Hey, call timeout, Al. You did all that laughing and kicking. Now the shoe is where on the other foot, and and, and Al is it's got to be. I'm gonna tell you, it's two people who I just recently figured I really thought about, and I I feel bad for, but I don't. But Al Horford, number one, and Blake, because I just knew that they was gonna finally skate to a championship that they deserved in their LD years. Jimmy Butler said, "Nah, hold my beer, bro. <laughs> ain't, ain't nothing easier around here." This is what it looked like. Please this is what it looked sister. like. Ooh. Please send this to your sister. Please send this to your sister. Jason Tatum was big. Is big man. Dog. Oh, I won't play. There's no arrow. All that, all that trolling she did about the Hawks, and to see that these Celtics get whooped like this. Oh man! And oh, I didn't bro. notice that Blake was sitting over there beside Tatum when this this happened. They had the exact same facial uh, moves. But this makes me happy. Big mad, big mad, bro. They are big mad. So, what's you crazy? For that, <laughs> Grant gonna be a Harlem Globetrotter. What's he gonna play against the Washington Generals? Yeah, him, now will Josh? Yo I mean, that is true. If you want to have the conversation, Josh, that is true. Grant Williams has scored more fourth quarter points than Tatum and Brown. Those two dudes have disappeared. But yeah, Josh, you saying people blaming Grant Williams too much? Jimmy Butler, for all intents and purposes. Had taken game two. He, I, I think before Grant Williams got into his head, got got him angry. I think they was ready to mail in game two. I think it was over with. Jimmy was like four thirteen, and Grant yep. Williams hit that three, and they ended up going on a twenty four to nine run to end the game and won the it's game. It's certain people you have to know to leave alone. 
they had the unique ability to summon up a different part of their body once anger to destroy and devastate you in ways that you had not imagined. And you pissed Jimmy Butler off, he commenced to stomping you out. And now he's trolling you. He's pointing at you. He's laughing at you. He like yeah. at this point, Jimmy knows he's better than you. And there's nothing that you can do about it. And that sucks to for Grant Williams. Because you're right, Grant Williams is an NBA player. He's strong enough. He's strong as hell. He's six foot seven. He can guard the four through the two. Well, the five, really the five through the two. He really can't. He don't have the foot speed to guard the one. He can shoot the three. Um, he's just. He's a he's a really good role player. And he's a Jimmy lot stronger a than I thought. I saw him. I saw him like chest to chest somebody. Bam. And they just got Bam up out of there. <laughs> Bam passed the ball. And I'm talking about. <laughs> and, I, and I didn't see. And y'all got to help Bam out a little bit too. Because I've seen like. And not just. Because I, I feel a certain way about Miami. I feel like they're just clicking right now. They're playing as a good team. I don't think that Miami is a really good team. I make up, you know, say whatever you want to. Maybe I'm crazy, all the rest of it. But I think that certain times teams just get together and play well. And that's what you got. Out coaching. I've seen Bam. Him. That's really all it is. That, and that is a lot of it. Missoula. And I mean, since we are having this conversation, is there a situation where Missoula does not come back? Considering there are so many good coaches who are currently available. They get swept. Do you bring him back? So, Missoula and Jimmy played against each other. I didn't know that. I don't know if he's in his first full year as head coach. I think he comes back because you need some sort of stability. And you had Brad Stevens. And you had Udoka. Now you have Missoula. That's three but coaches. You get, in, well, that's three coaches in three years. Each coach, I think they like made 40 it. Years? No, three years. Oh, you're right. Brad Stevens, right. Ime Udoka. Udoka. Then Udoka got fired in the middle of the season. Yeah. Or in the beginning of the season, yeah. whatever happened. And then this so yeah. is three years. So this is three coaches in three years. I think he's 34. He's one of the younger coaches. He's very forward-thinking in basketball. He thinks all offense. I do think you need to bring, like, a Nate McMillan type to be your assistant coach, uh, a defensive specialist, because you don't you, – you, you can't coach defense. You have made zero adjustments defensively. Offensively, you they made all the adjustments. They are you know who they – Yep, yeah, that those adjustments. No, what are you about to they, say? They you know have what? not been there. Um, cause you know, that's what they used to say about Lloyd. And I guess that's what, yeah. Ain't kind of what they said about Nate. My thing is, I, I kind of, I don't know because there are so many available coaches that I think are high quality coaches that you may consider going in a different direction. Spe- specifically, if they get swept, I think, I don't know of a way that you bring back Jason Tatum and, J- and, and, uh, Jalen Brown at, Six hundred thirteen million dollars. Yeah, well, Jimmy Butler is is play, he playing a lot of people out of a job this this uh this playoffs. They didn't fire Boonhoser. Um, the Knicks talking nah. about trading Julius Randle. Oh, no, the Knicks talking about trading Julius Randle. They talking about fired. Don't know if they're gonna bring back Missoula. They talking about Jalen Brown is losing money left and right. 
Because he's supposed to get two ninety five. He's not losing money. Well, listen, somebody is going to pay well, listen, him. Well, they, it's, the team, I believe, the way it works, I think only oh, Boston can right. offer him that Super money. Max. Yeah, so you got to listen. Right, the he's offering. He, he can only offer him that money, so he's playing his way out of not getting the supermax, not because of not getting the accomplishments, but because you're gonna have to choose. If both of them played well and they made it to the finals again and then lose in seven, or they make it to the finals at all and win it, I think you sign both of them and you figure out how to do the rest, right? But if they get swept and lose, you you that's a lot of money you've invested in this team while they're young in age, they are not young in basketball years. They've been together like five years. I mean, and on top of that, you have to remember the CBA will be changing and all of that. Just pay a bunch of players. Once you pay that half a billion to them, you're going to look like the sun. Prepare for that. If you want to pay those guys that much money, you're not paying any of those guys around them. Those days are over. Just paying everybody. Yep. Yep. But Jimmy Butler, man, he is in rarefied air, man. Only two players in NBA history have recorded these averages in a single postseason. 30 points, five rebounds, five assists, two steals, and 50% real goal shooting. Jimmy Butler and Michael Jordan. Jimmy Butler is like hope for the old school, right? He plays the right way. He shoots twos, mid-range. Boy, you sound like somebody uncle. He passes. That's what it, I mean. I did that on purpose. He passes the ball around. Hey, hey, you know he played the right way now. <laughs> that I mean, that's what he says. Play the right way. And that's what they're doing. And right now, it's an eight-point game, just like that. Uh, yep, I knew. It was only a matter of time before it was going to happen. Jimmy is out here playing well. Uh, Rod, I don't know if Ime Udoka... Ime Udoka had them playing better defense. I will say that. It, it, the thing about it is it doesn't matter because all because you can speculate. Why wouldn't it happen when Udoka... Oh, speaking of Tobias Harris, let's let's get off. Let's get off uh, Jimmy Butler for a second, man. This is crazy. So Caleb Martin signed with the Heat, right, as an undrafted free agent. J. Cole actually called up um, before the Heat. I'm sorry. He actually called up. Was it the Heat or was it the Charlotte Hornets at first? Because he was with Charlotte first. His brother plays for the Charlotte Hornets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he called up the Heat and they were like, yo, he was like, give him a shot. They gave him a shot. He made the team. And now, not only is he making the team, he is cooking the Celtics. So, shout out to uh, uh, Yo, him and, and, and Jamar Moore Jr. Jr. <laughs> hey, that beige rage be out there. And, and we've fallen a victim to it. I mean, we, we can laugh and joke now. We're Atlanta Hawks. There's no team that has tortured us more than the, the Miami. And when those guys who none of them have a ton of size, but when they start hitting them threes from deep and everybody is hitting, what I'm going to tell you, call God, because it ain't no hope. When they get to going, and, and Jimmy is the ringleader. He just, he, and he's a leader. Like, if there, if there is a leadership award that deserve, it needs to, it needs to be the Jimmy Butler leadership award. Because you look at all the rest of these guys in the NBA who are good basketball players, but not really leaders. Jimmy Butler is not the most skilled, but his leadership qualities are are immeasurable. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, really, Jimmy Butler, for what Spolstra and Riley were trying to do, 
was the missing piece. Perfect person. I mean, they needed Bam. They wanted to keep Bam at the five. They liked the smaller five because Bam is mobile and he can handle the ball and he can pass. Um, so he brings the big out of the paint. When you bring the big out of the paint, you need a mid-range assassin. They went. They got Jimmy. And they're they doing also this were going. With no... Hold on. They were hold on. They were going for De, Demar Derozan. They had, they were in on Derozan before he went to the Bulls. So they knew that they wanted a mid-range assassin as well. And then you just add threes. You just add guys that can shoot threes after that. And imagine if they had Tyler Hero. Then it would be just and Vic, and Victor Oladipo. Mm. When he was healthy, he, he did play good this season. I'm not going to not give him credit. I like him. I just don't think if he make. I don't think he makes a big difference just because he's so injury prone. So, so Max. A salute. <laughs> uh, but keep. Let's keep going with the with the Heat real quick. Uh, Kevin Love has reached the NBA Finals every year he's made the playoffs. Hmm. This is I love this because this is a redemption story. Cleveland did not want him there. Bought him out, sent him well on his way. You they thought you threw him, him. Huh? They didn't want to pay him, right? Because his contract wasn't no. expiring. No, they bought him out. They just didn't want him there. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. No, he asked, didn't he, he, he request said, for a release, I believe. No, uh uh-uh. uh. Well, I mean, because they weren't play he wanted to play. Yeah. And they got sent on home, and it looks like he could very well go to the championship, and the Cavs are are at home comfortably on the sofa. And you know how I I we're we're big believers in Juju. You do right by people. Kevin Love has been in Cleveland, and and the seeing the best of times, and legitimately seeing the worst of times. And you for him to be there through all of that, and mm-hmm. then for for y'all to think that y'all turned it around and y'all don't need him anymore and slide, and then buy him out and he end, end up in Miami. This is beautiful. Right at 30 for 30 about this. You know, it's wild. You referenced Kevin Love and Cleveland and Miami and said he's seen everything and been through everything, good and bad. People forget that he was with Minnesota. And he was a double, no, double don't. rebounding Oh, he was a machine. Monster. Young Kevin Love was a machine, bruh. And he got traded for yes. uh, Andrew Wiggins. Which and I one thing I will say is out. I think that he probably puts up Hall of Fame numbers if he stays in Minnesota. He may have sacrificed the Hall of Fame for a championship. Can't say that I hate it. What's wild, what's wild about Miami, what Jimmy Butler's doing, is they were on the brink of elimination from the play-in. They got beat by the Hawks in Miami. And in Miami, three minutes. Chicago was up with three minutes left. Three minutes, and and now they're about to. So they the, have lost how many? They've only lost one game, right? Two, two games, two games in the playoffs. This to me is frustrating because I see my team, and I I will go to my grave. I don't care what happens, how this championship ends. I think the Hawks are better than the Miami Heat. Period, and. This is the reason. Yes. Why? Yes. We haven't beat them. I think they're the last time we played, we beat them right there. 116 to 105 when it mattered the absolute. They were three minutes away from being at home. Not even making it out of the play. But it's about playing the right basketball at the right time. That matters more than anything else. And they're doing that. 
Uh, so, congratulations amen. to the Heat. And and this is if you're a Hawks fan, this has to make you sick. Hey Amen. I think this is just a testament. You're right. This is more a testament. Jimmy Butler reminds me of like I don't even want to say Tim Tebow and his leadership you don't, qualities you don't because ha- yes, he's good. Yes. He's good, but he's Tim Tebow's teams were like fantastic. They had all American right. everywhere. It's Jimmy fair. Butler has seven undrafted free agents on his team. Undrafted rookie undrafted players on his team and bam out of bio. They played Cody Zeller. And he had Cody Zeller scoring. I was like, uh, I didn't. I didn't. I did not, Josh. You're correct. Uh, the Heat have made it very difficult mm-hmm. for us. Josh, and it's not about them overseas. being better. The Heat just play mentally tougher. That that is their skill. Is they play within themselves. They they stay play within themselves. They don't quit. And they are they don't play like suckers. And not playing like a sucker is when it really comes down to especially playoff basketball where you kind of know what your your opponent is going to do and you just have to outwill them, That that's when it matters the most. And that's what Jimmy Butler is doing. They're just mentally bullying the Celtics. Jimmy's and the Celtics look beat. Jimmy's frustrating and, to watch because he doesn't do anything like – None of his moves are like, oh, it's just I get to my spot, I hit my shot. I lock you down on defense, I hit my shot. I do this, that is, I hit my shot. And there's nothing I you just watched do. the stupidest foul in the world. Number one, Rui, why did you tap him on his nose? And Joker fell down like he got punched in the face. Man, soccer, Whoop, man. Hit him right on the nose. Go to lay down. Got to embellish. Go you got to embellish the call to get it. Hey, so the Heat look like they're about to close it out. I don't really see Boston winning game four. Um, if Jimmy Butler wins the championship, he'll go down in history. He'll go. He's Hall of Fame. I think he's Hall of Fame if he wins the championship. If he wins the championship, he's Hall of Fame. You hear that? But what? The foot. The footsteps of the Nuggets on the Lakers back right now. Let's get so. The Lakers are down 3 nothing. They were up by 17? 15. They were up by 15 at half. The Nuggets, as of this moment, 5-22, 10-15. It is 79 to 7. Oh, LeBron had 31 points in the first half. We told y'all that him and uh, Aaron Gordon got into it. Well, now... With 6-14 left in the third, it is 79-78 Lakers. And Denver is out here playing. LeBron looks cooked, meaning he looks tired. And he has to save this for the fourth quarter because he can't expend all the energy in the third. But Joker is just moseying on along. a lot of time left in the third. Joker just moseying along. It seems that... It seems... Reeves! It seems that in this game, it seems that the Nuggets have made the adjustments. I said before that the Nuggets don't make any adjustments, and even though they are winning, they have committed to if they're going to play Rui on Joker, Joker is going straight to the post every single yeah. time. 
Every and that's single so time. unfortunate for Rui because, like, you're a big basketball player. You're a strong basketball player, but that is an ox that you're trying to play. <laughs> and it's back to the basket. Yeah. But he's just leaning on you. Yeah. That's, you, that, you can't the fact that it. he's leaning on you is you're expending more energy just standing there. That sucks. Ooh. And you have to play another quarter, and he is – I mean, that that is kind of the best part about back to the basket is I'm – Chilling as a basketball player, the ball is safe because you can't get to it, and you have to expend a lot of energy trying to stop me from just bowling you over. AD, you got to step up, bro. You got to take that. You have to. Well, the issue is they need AD to be the rim protector. Yeah, he can't do nothing. It's it's a conundrum. Now, I will say right now, as of right now, the Nuggets have five players in double figures. It is... All the starters. They have two points from the bench. It is starters versus everybody. LeBron has 31. Anthony Davis has nine points. Ooh, I know he mad. I know LeBron mad. Oh, he ready <laughs> to slap him. <laughs> look at Joker. Oh, no look for the three and the lead. Oh, you shot an air ball? Oh. Joker with the tip in. Oh, he missed it. Hey, man. All right. So, but, um... We'll keep y'all. No, 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 no. This is this is a good time. It's a good time. It's eighty-one eighty on my screen. I'm sure you're probably up. Oh, KCP with the air ball. Come on, sit down, son. Um, who wins this game? Prediction. Nuggets. Live prediction. Live prediction. Live prediction. Live prediction. Well, seeing as I'm ahead of you and the Nuggets just took the lead, I'm gonna go with the Nuggets. Oh, there. <laughs> <laughs> It's a walk down a 16-point lead with no problem. And I will say, with the Nuggets and the Lakers, that is the difference. That's the difference it's between so the Nuggets this year. To That's say the di- <laughs> Bring out the broom. I see you, Ed. See you. yesterday. Y'all see that? <laughs> but the thing about it's the Nuggets, so though. Hard. Let me light it up. Let me light it. Put your light up. Turn your lighters up. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you. Battery that. Uh, but that's right. one thing about the Nuggets, though, versus last year and the years before. The Nuggets seem like they can just be like, you know what? Let's just go win the game. Stop. Like, they they got to. That's what it is. That's what it is, y'all. The Nuggets have a switch. They got a switch this year. Before, when they would get down, if they didn't blow you out, they didn't really come you back. Try to now, shoot that thing in the third game. It wasn't yeah. Now, they just be like, all right, we about to win the game. And they boy, LeBron gonna punch AD in his face as he get in there. Get him off my team. Get him off. I'd rather have Bronny than have this dude. He eight feet tall with what, nine points. What Bronny? Boy, what what he say? He said Bronny better than some players in the league right now. I think he was talking about some of them people on his team. Somebody uh, said, "Look for AJ. He's looking for lighter fluid for AD's house. That's for sale." It is funny he didn't pop up on the podcast tonight. This would have been the yeah, night. Yeah, this, this would have been the night to night. pop in on the podcast, Albert. Yeah. Um, but ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> we've we've, oh, we've come the to the part. end. Oh, go ahead. No, we haven't. We've come to the end of possibly the Lakers season. Oh, uh, <laughs> boy. See? Now, if you know our friend group, you know I always get the straight jokes from AJ, and I ain't even say nothing wrong. But Norwood just said that. Cause anytime that we bring up, like we are a sports podcast, 
if we talk about any place where the Lakers are not flourishing, then it's immediate hate. Yeah, it's immediate shots I, too. He gonna come back shooting too. But and uh, I'm talking about the chop. He he he, John Moran. You just not gonna. You just all right, ladies and gentlemen. We come to the end of the NBA <laughs> basketball segment. Wait, hold on, <laughs> hold on. Thank you guys for rocking with us. Please remember, Flashcast thirty six pack out Wednesday. Around the league out Thursday. Like, follow, subscribe. Also, go to the website where you can see my handsome face. Reggie is also there. www.splashcast.com. We are Boy, your you HBC. Stay, you stay with boys. that handsome face. Reggie's also there. Joke. Yet I got chose. So wait, wait. wait. Oh, 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 suburban boys is up. Relax. Okay. Support black love. Shout out, baby Reezy in the back, baby Splash. <laughs> Congratulations! One thing about being married, I get when you, when when your friends know your wife, you can make we'll say, all the oh, jokes, hey, and you can't hey. say nothing back. That's a joke that you got <laughs> no comeback for. No <laughs> counter. I, I, you saw me respectfully digress. Hey, you know what? Hey. Got to know when to hold them, know when to fold them. Oh we'll man, they like the Lakers. Hey, we'll be right back. We'll be right back. <laughs> we'll be right back with the football segment. Boom. <laughs> we'll be right back with the football segment. Y'all give us two minutes. We'll be right back, man. We're going to um, take a break. We'll be back. Y'all go get y'all some refill, light up. I'm going to go crack open this beer. I earned it today. Y'all stay safe. We'll be right back. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to our final segment of episode 104 of the Splashcast, the football segment. Slash, we watching the Lakers and the Denver Nuggets play as well. And, ooh, closing time. And it's the third quarter, and I'm saying closing time. But the Nuggets have taken the lead. Just your, just and y'all better hope Murray don't get into that bag where he go into where he go ballistic. I can, I can feel him getting there. I know he wants to get there. Pause. Uh, Joker. Austin Reeves pump fake. <laughs> Joker has decided that Rui Hachimura, your night is over. <laughs> he has taken him to oh. the post over and over and over again. Ooh, they got Tristan. Because he got offended. He got offended. They got Joker Tristan. like, hey, y'all know I'm probably going to be one of the best centers of all time. Y'all think y'all can put Rui, who's your mama, on me and think that I would just stop? You, we're not going to have that no, conversation hey. yet, but if they win this championship, we going to have to have that conversation <laughs> of where Joker belongs historically. We're going to have to have that conversation if they win the championship, but we ain't going to have it until they win the championship. David uh, Robinson or Joker? Right now? Yes. I, I mean... I right knew, now, right now, right him. now, right now, I'm gonna say David Robinson. Right now, is there a, is there a possibility for Joker to pass David Robinson? And what do you think the probability is? If he wins the championship, Joker passes a lot of people. <laughs> There's not many centers. You're right. Two two MVPs, and he's gonna be. I don't see a world where they win the championship and he's not the MVP. Championship and a championship MVP. Ah, that's. Folks have made the Hall of Fame for less. Come on, Trishan. Kardashian. But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, we are back Ooh, with our... No, 
<laughs> we, we are back with our football segment. We're going to get through this. We are back with our football segment. It is the offseason, which means we ain't got nothing to talk about because Lamar Jackson signed. Everybody signed. Everybody has made their moves. The draft has happened. All the, the first-round picks, or most of the first-round picks have signed. The Eagles drafted all of UGA. So we're going to talk about the Falcons first. And I'm going to be real with y'all. This is not a football segment. This is an opportunity for y'all to kick it with us while we watch the end of this game. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's really, really what JJ it is. JJ White side. We do not know how good this guy is. Everything that I heard. <laughs> you misspoke. You, I, I think I heard you wrong. I thought you said, because I'm going to tell you what I thought you said. We do not care how good you are. You, sir, are special teams. You were overpicked. I mean, you were picked in the second round and everybody was scratching their head. Shout out to the Eagles. I, I I got right in the group chat. I said, so is he good? And Reggie said, nope. no. <laughs> let, so you know let me tell y'all. Players, we have hope. We have hope for our players. Let me tell y'all. This is how I know he's not good. And hey, say what you want. I take shots. It is what it is. He's a, he's a receiver from Stanford. Stanford is one of the last college football teams to run two tight end I-formation football to this day. I right, I left. To this day. They don't even run that in the NFL no more. And they got Derrick Henry. So I know he ain't good. And I told y'all from the jump, he runs like a 4-6-40. So he's really a tight end in a wide receiver's body. Um, But he's big, he's physical, and he can block, which is – what we want in receivers. Every receiver that we've drafted, that we've signed, can block. Mm, Lakers down seven. Lord. Did the Nuggets uh, score 50 points this quarter? No, they didn't. Getting you ready. Just getting you ready. <laughs> hey, man. I find this very interesting since we got a lot of uh, football fans in here. I really wanted to have this conversation. The 2023 really know this. projected NFL records. Kansas City, 14-3. and three. This is the AFC West and the NFC East. Kansas City, 14-3. and three. Denver, 9-8. and eight. Chargers, 8-9. and nine. Let me tell you, they're going to fire some folks if he go 8-9. and nine. And then the Raiders are 7-10. and 10. NFC East, Eagles, 10-7. and seven. Cowboys, 10-7. and seven. Giants, 9-8. and eight. Washington, 6-11. and 11. Interesting. I can, I'm cool with all of that, right? Let me, let me set this up, and I will... Uh, Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, please close. Oh, my bad. No, God, <laughs> he let wouldn't me have to read the chat. Let me say, <laughs> me let and me Reggie have a secret chat where we communicate during the podcast. And Reddy's oh. been to read what I I'm told doing too him. much. Now, if I could screenshot, I'm gonna take a screenshot and post what y'all see. I got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine windows open. While we podcasting, I'm doing all of this. So I'm reading, I and I, I didn't mean that a lot. Uh, so, possible. so this is the NFC. Okay, AFC East, of course, they got Buffalo winning at 12-5. and five. They got the Jets going 10-7. and seven. Patriots 9-8, and eight. didn't see that coming. Uh, and the Dolphins 8-9, it's disrespectful. Uh, they wow. got the line, because I feel like the Dolphins Time. have too much, too much talent to go 8-9. and nine. Time out. Like, we're going to get to a portion where I kind of may agree with them. One thing about CBS Sports is they be fucking up. 
How can you look at the Patriots and look at the Miami Dolphins and come to the conclusion that the Patriots are going to have a better season than the Dolphins? I just want someone to explain that to me how that makes sense. They're trying to get rid of Mac Jones, aren't they? Mac Jones trying to get rid of himself. He's he's trash. He's just quiet. (laughs) Hey, look. It's like when you get in trouble as a kid. When you know you're wrong, you got to be quiet. You can't be loud and wrong. What it what is the difference between Baker Mayfield and Mac? Uh I forgot Jones. his name just that quick. Mac Jones? Yes. Uh one is six four, one is five eleven. Does he play like he's six four? Or does he play like he's five and eleven? I will say Baker Mayfield had way more weapons than Mac Jones has ever had. I think he's played a lot better than Mac Jones has ever played. Dude. Baker was a pro bowler, right? Okay. Was he a pro bowler or was he an alternate? Was he number seven on the list or was he number two? Wait, wait. They they was in the same conference. <laughs> That's the problem. <laughs> I, I get your point. Pro Bowl doesn't mean what it what it used to mean. But at what point was it Mac Jones? Like Mac Jones, I don't think you've ever been in the conversation. The damn uh Huntley got a Pro Bowl before you, Mac Jones. Mac Jones ain't got who name is receiver. Now nah, he ain't all right, now nah, come on now. He ain't got no receiver. Oh no, no, no. I know y'all not talking about Bill Belichick, the greatest coach of all time. I know. And there's no and, and to answer not. your question. Mac Jones and Baker Mayfield, their highest. Mac Jones been in the league two years. Baker Mayfield been in the league eight years, right? Baker Mayfield's highest production was thirty eight hundred yards. Baker Mayfield's highest production is thirty eight hundred yards. Mac Jones' highest production is thirty eight hundred yards. Same person. You said you just said Mac Jones. Uh, Baker Mayfield has played better than Mac Jones. Better, more success. Okay, mm-hmm. you're right. Probably really? played on a better team. Either way, Mac Jones. <laughs> And you know what? I'm happy about this because I have decided I will be releasing Norwood's quarterback rankings for the season here coming up in the following, I would say, probably week or so. Be on the lookout for that. I know you guys are going to have some opinions. You won't, though, because this quarterback list that I have, you're going to be impressed. Is any of them going to be a dime a dozen? Yeah, once you get past that first about 10, they all dozens of dimes, mm-hmm. including Danny Dollars. <laughs> but let's finish this, though, because I really want to get to this. The Lions 10 and 7. They got the the San Francisco at 12 and 5. They have the Falcons winning the NFC South, which is, I guess is not really an accomplishment at 10 and 7. But depending on how that falls... The Falcons what? could be a it, three could be the three seed or the two seed. The Falcons end the season at ten and seven and win the NFC South. That is, you a can't success. ask for any more out of a rebuild to have shed Matt Ryan to have shed Julio to have basically flipped the pick that we got from Matt Ryan into a starting quarterback and win the NFC South in his first year. And I don't know what to tell you other than every that will make look at all of those teams. No, no, go back, go back to that to that one. I think we're the 
best team of all eight of these teams. And that says a lot. No, it doesn't. Both of these divisions suck. <laughs> but what? God damn, Rex. They need you to point out the blatant It's the AFC South and the NFC, said, NFC South. I know. They they said we're the worst team in the NFL, though. If we were the worst team in the NFL, we'd suddenly better than eight, seven other teams. That's an accomplishment. <laughs> sure. Uh, what I thought interesting you is they got Philly. At, list, we not. They got Philly at ten and seven. I don't know. I you think it's seven? I don't know. Now I don't know their schedule, but you their think schedule, it's seventeen? Schedule stuff. They, they, I think they have one of the hardest schedules in the NFL. You know how that goes. You win, you Ooh, get a tough schedule, yeah. you lose. Only team that can do that back to back is Patrick Mahomes. Um, but that's interesting. Moving on, Dalvin Cook. Does he, he has, you know, this is the age of social media. We take everybody off of when you, you decide you want to be traded, you scrub your social media. Does Dalvin Cook come back to the Vikings? If not, where does he land? Uh, I heard that Miami is interested. No. Ain't no way. Let If they go with Dalvin Cook, the Vikings scrubbed him for social media. If they go with Dalvin Cook to go to Miami and they get Raheem Mostert and the rest of that speed, bruh, they may win the AFC East. (laughs) That's really good for, that's a good insurance policy because as good as Dalvin is when he's healthy, he's not always healthy. Um, Mostert as a backup will be fantastic. And that's great insulation. It's, it's very similar to what the Falcons are doing, minus all the wide receivers, of surrounding your quarterback with enough players that you can't pass rush him, hopefully to protect him. But I, I think, it, yeah, I definitely think that there's a high probability that he's out. And if he's out, boy, that, that sure presents an interesting situation. This is another interesting situation. are underdogs in every single game this season. The Cardinals have one of the worst schedules I've seen for a team that sucked last year. No, it doesn't. Okay, Cardinals, you should be... The the unfortunate part is their starting quarterback is going to miss the beginning of the season. That's the reason that they're... I think that with Kyler, they should be better than Washington. Probably lose to the Giants. We we still got to see them do it for two seasons in a row. Cowboys, they should lose to, woo, 49ers, woo, uh, Bengals, woo. Then right there, Seahawks, you should win those two games. Ravens and Browns is tough. And you should get another break. You should beat the Falcons, the Texans, the Rams, the Steelers. You think the Cardinals should beat the Falcons? No, but they should. If Kyler is healthy, the expectation who is you that gonna a home throw game to? For you, us? you assume you assume DeAndre Hopkins is going to be there. 
Mind you, Buda Baker yeah, has just requested not, a trade too, because he because he wants to get out paid. Of my life without. Uh, I, I gotta see if that's a home game against the Falcons or not. If it's a home game, then I understand why. Nope, November twelfth, week ten. That that's a game in Arizona. It's no way the Falcons should be. You should be an underdog at home against the Falcons. When the, like I guess when does. Kyler Murray supposed to come back. I think he's only supposed to be out for five or six games. They're supposed I, to. I, I, I can't. I can't. I. I. Yeah. Josh. Shout out to the to the to the world with us, man. I. I can't think of a scenario where I think the Cardinals have a better team than the Falcons. I mean, right now they they're supposed to. Marquise Brown, DeAndre Hopkins, Marquise, Tyler Murray, James Conner. Ooh. Yeah, gets real fuzzy. Zach Ertz. We ain't heard from him. You just named, out of all them people you named, one, I don't count DeAndre Hopkins because I don't think he's going to be there. And everybody else you named, aside from Kyler Murray, I think the Falcons have the better version. I think Algier is just as good as James Conner. I think uh, 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 Kyle Pitts is just as good as Zach Ertz, or could be. I think we have better receivers because they don't have the. I don't think I don't believe in Marquise Goodwin. I mean, no shot. Shout out to him. Shout out to his wife. Y'all great people, but he ain't a number one. No, 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 no. That's not Mike. That's Marquise Brown. That's Hollywood. The drops. Sure. He had the same yeah, drops I mean, in Baltimore I that guess. he had in I Arizona. Thought, I thought that team was a little bit. No, they right, they, they got they Isaiah Simmons on defense. They are not good. They are not good. Well, you know, you know what it is. You paid Kyler all that money to be a top five quarterback, and he ain't gonna be top five, top nothing. He gonna be man. This 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 tough. This you know what this look like to me. This look like Caleb Williams. It looks like if they lose the first six, you might as well tank. Get Caleb Williams and start over. Trade Kyle because you can you still gonna, I, you can still trade Kyler Murray because the Falcons tried to trade for him. So you can still he still has some value. I don't in believe assets. that. I think that's a I think that's a made up rumor. I do not think the Falcons had no interest in Kyler Murray. Not okay, a chance. We just they, got out of a we traded. We, they were trying to trade for Kyler Murray and somebody else too. Um, I don't show somebody show it to me. I don't believe it. But with that being said, if you trade Kyler Murray. He still has some value, especially if he looks good and when he comes back. Good pass. Miami. Uh, you gotta be interested in that, right? Ooh, that's ugly. Yeah. I was about to say that they that came out on multiple sources that the Falcons tried to yeah, trade. But we, but who, who we wanted Arizona to play thing, pay some of the money. One thing that we do know is the 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 rumors can come from anywhere. Hmm. <laughs> Tyler probably saw the Atlanta Falcons team, and I, the the world is is quietly getting hit. Where that's the reason I, I didn't love that they showed that we, that we might be ten. I like that none of our games are on prime time. I like when people are not watching. I think we play better when nobody's watching. Yeah, yeah. Well, we supposed to win the NFC South, man, because no other team has a proven quarter. Well, no team in the NFC South has a proven quarterback, but. uh 
the Saints did draft Jake Hayner, uh, and he decided. And, and to wait, have... wait, 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 wait! Stop before you show this. As soon as I saw this, I knew. I said, "This is for Reggie. This is gonna make Reggie's day. This, this is what Reggie talks. This is. I knew that this was gonna bring you a men's joy, and the fact that I knew that that was gonna br- bring you a men's joy brought me joy. Go ahead, now release, release. Shout out to the to the to the Taints and their second round draft pick Jake Hayner, who is supposed to be their next starting quarterback after Derek Carr uh, becomes Derek Carr. Uh, Jake Hayner decided to have a whole Zoolander photo shoot. Show my age with Zoolander, I know. But for the ones that don't know, first of all, Jake, I can't believe you know about Zoolander, Jake Hayner. Or maybe you don't, and I'm just shooting you some ill-advised bail. But this is one of the most zestfully clean uh, uh, photo shoots you could possibly have. Shout out to the Saints. Hey, I'm going to tell you, that's the best that you could have done. I know you. How you get the praying hands and the zesty face? Like, you can, those that's, are two no, mashups that, that that's, shouldn't happen. That's a hand rub, not the praying hands. That's definitely a hand rub. Oh, it looked like he... Not any better, but... <laughs> Next, next photo, please. I want, I want these people to be fully immersed. And for you people who are not watching, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> he looked like the girl in the middle of the mall picture. Like, <laughs> oh man, there's a Birdman joke there too, Josh. So Ooh, he looked like he just saw some meat right there, though. Uh, <laughs> what are you doing, Jake? Listen, shout out to Jake Hayner for having. <laughs> Shout out to Jake Hayner for having the for having the will or I won't say will for having the temperament to have this being secure enough to have this zestfully crafted uh <laughs> uh uh photo shoot. You think the veterans made him do this or you think this was all his choice? This is too good not to be his. But boy, I'm gonna tell you. As soon as y'all lose to the Falcons, this will be the podcast, though. Man, look, this may be my it. post. This is going to be my post every time y'all lose. Every time y'all lose. I hope y'all go 0-17. This and is And you know forever. he's going to have a good caption, right? right well, there, and, I got right look, and I done learned how to use mid-journey. I could put all type of Saints players on top of it. I could, I could, whoever is terrible for you that game, that's going to be you. That's going to be you forever. Oh, I will forever keep this. <laughs> Shout out to the Taints, man. Shout out to the Taints. Uh, real quick, real quick, real quick. Hey, I was not a fan of the XFL arena football. I'm not going to say I wasn't a fan. I just didn't really care. I thought it was fake football. But the XFL, the XFL... And The Rock have long been trying to position themselves as like the G League of the NFL. NFL Minor League. And The Rock and the XFL are expected to add a draft for players that go undrafted. I like the idea. Timing is everything for this. Because you're already going to get the players that go undrafted for the ones that don't sign undrafted free agent rookies right rookie deals and and camp deals you still have that but for them to have a draft after that that's innovative thought process i like that that's tough it's, to rock. it's it's 
It's a consolation draft. It makes perfect sense because if you're a football player and you don't get drafted, well, where do you go to show the people that you're still a good football player? You can get some tape. It's a different league. But as you see with Ben DiNucci and the 17 million guys that the Hawks are going to try, I mean, the Falcons are going to try out. <laughs> this is a route to a new opportunity. And I mean, before this, it was, you know, maybe Canadian football, but they didn't really love that too much. This gives you an opportunity and it's on television. So just like uh, your boy, what's his name, who got all them opportunities in Seattle. Um, if you play good, they're going to give you another opportunity. You I know cannot believe that failed every drug test known to me. Oh, oh, Josh Gordon. Yep. There will be tape of you. You can play football. You will be able to send that tape to the NFL, and if you dominate this league, you're going to get a shot. Yeah, We've seen Ben DiNucci, and he's yeah. still going to get another shot. Yeah. He dominated the only other league that's available. And shout out, like I said, man, shout out to The Rock. And also, as a businessman, my friends uh, try to call me corporate raider. I was raised by an entrepreneur, business savvy guy, my dad. This is a bully. Let me put this back up. This is a bully move. The NFL told you no. The NFL said he approached the NFL and said, hey, we would love to like partner with y'all or try to figure out a way to be like y'all minor league G League system. And they were like, no. So instead of saying like, all right, well, we'll just go do our own thing. He's like, all right, well, we're going to do it anyway. Yes. His answer was yes. Yes, I will. <laughs> After you're done with these people, they're going to want a job. And who got jobs? Rocky Maivia. Yeah, man. And if they get more, the more notoriety they get, the higher the payroll is. The XFL, if you think of tiers, if you think of it in minor league system, the XFL right now is probably your AAA. USFL is probably your AA. And the arena, after the arena football league is probably your single A. But the more the sport grows and the more notoriety you get, now all of a sudden you're getting more money. You're back in the eighties. If 80s, you can you play can football, players. they will find a way to get you on it. They just need yeah, to see man. you do it. They don't care where it is. You throw the ball far. I see what you want to play. Oh yeah, we about to be real petty here in a bit because we about to make all the people mad. Uh, this is a story. If y'all remember, Marshawn Lynch when he played for the Raiders, he basically was like, "I'm just playing for my hometown team." And he was having a good time going dumb on the sideline, going crazy, doing all that. Right. Well, his cousin, Marcus Peters, at the time played for the Kansas City Chiefs. And Tyreek Hill also played for the Kansas City Chiefs. And he's telling a story on his podcast about a time that Marshawn Lynch tried to fight the Raiders for his cousin, even though he was on the Raiders side on the Raiders team. Let's see if it plays. Right. It's still yeah. crazy as hell. Marcus Peters finna get in the fight with the referee. He run out on the field. They stopped <laughs> his cousin. Bridget White. Oh, that's cousin. He on this sideline, MP on the Chiefs sideline. And MP, he had, what did he have there? Tackle Derek Carr. Yeah. And, like, he was, arguing, he was arguing with, the, like, the linemen and the refs. Right. He, this man ran from the Raiders sideline and stopped Right. Him. And that's your I'm real like, cousin. Yeah. The thing is, you, you, get, you get programmed, and they tell you, you feel me, you got to protect the shield type shit. Nigga, I ain't, I ain't even thinking in football. I'm more so, I just see my little cousin getting into some shit. On me. And then family just instantly clicked. So everything else didn't even matter. 
I forget right. that we on the motherfucking national stage. <laughs> and the goddamn stage. So I, all I knew was, nigga, that's my little cousin, and that's the big cousin. I gotta protect you. Right. Otherwise, yeah, that's, that's what, otherwise, what's family for? For real though. I played again. Family over everything. We need more big cousins in the world doing this across the spectrum. This is funny story. My dad has a story like this. So if you are from Columbia, South Carolina. Um, you know how the city is split and the black college, I mean, the black school, one of the main black schools at the time in Columbia, Jermaine O'Neal went there. A host of other athletes have gone to Eau Claire high school. Eau Claire in Columbia is the Frederick Douglass of Atlanta. It is the Washington of Atlanta. It is the black school. My dad ended up being one of the first people to integrate Columbia middle school. And then he ended up going to Columbia High School. All of our cousins go to Columbia, go to Eau Claire. He's the only one to go to go to uh, Columbia. Eau Claire Center hit my dad. My dad got a scar to this day up under his lip. Our cousins that play for Eau Claire knocked the center out that played for Eau Claire for hitting my dad in the middle of the game. Be like my, that sometimes. Family over, and of course, then my grandmother R.I.P. was on the court with her shoes in her hand and her gun in her purse. So, shout out to the Davis family. It's a parade <laughs> in my city. Family over everything, <laughs> man. Family over everything. And in the spirit of family over everything, I want y'all to tell me who this man's family looks like to you. This is Vince Lombardi taken in 1936. Now, Got good, and I'm gonna tell you. You want to know why? Because when I was putting the podcast together, I'm gonna tell you who he looked like. That looked like Michael Porter Jr. Granddaddy to me. <laughs> <laughs> you telling me that Vince Lombardi was Michael Porter Jr. Great 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 granddaddy? I, I believe it. Vince look. Vince and Lombardi looked like his. Vince Lombardi looked like the milkman was black. That's what that looks like. Vince Lombardi looks like he took the Ted Williams way out. <laughs> Babe Ruth. Babe Ruth is another. Ohio Otani. <laughs> hey, Babe Ruth is going to get erased from the record book. We finna, hey, every day closer and closer to him being removed. But yeah, Vince Lombardi, man, Vince out here looking black in this photo, just like Babe Ruth. They said that Babe is. Ruth was part black. All these athletes, it was now it was a lot of passing, so we don't know. Damn, but, Anthony Davis, that <laughs> boy almost brought the rim down. God dog. Yeah, he was. That mad. was if you needed one, that was the one to have right there. That was a hell of a dunk, Anthony Davis. That was impressive. This is how. I would assume all the vets want you to play all the time. <laughs> yeah, that was a man move man. right there. Yeah, and so if we're gonna give you hell for playing like Charmin, this is impressive. It is, man. Hey, hey. it's one oh. So we've come to the end of the football segment. We're gonna end this pretty soon, but uh, we just want to let y'all know right now, it is one oh two, one oh two. With four minutes left in the game. Shout out to 
Everybody for tuning in with us, man. We appreciate it. Oh, let me close this out. Ladies and gentlemen, we come to the end of the Splash Cast episode 104. Uh, Monday Night Raw around the league edition. We talked about HBCU news around the culture. We had our pregame. Y'all make sure y'all go back and listen to that. Um, oh. Uh, we talked about basketball news around basketball. The Spurs building a half a billion dollar facility to to await the arrival of Victor Wimbayana, Yama, uh, as well. And then football, the Falcons are picked, predicted to be possibly the number two seed. Um, and Arizona's going to struggle. With that being said, Norwood, you didn't miss anything. Oh, basketball. We had basketball yeah. news around the league, too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, thank you guys for rocking with us once again. It is your HBCU homeboys with your latest installment of the Splashcast. Always, always remember there will be a Splashcast 36 pack coming out this Wednesday. This episode for any of you guys who missed it will be out on Thursday. Please check out the website. Please go to the link tree if you need to find any of our links for anything. We truly appreciate y'all. We have some things coming up here soon that we're excited to tell you guys about. Um, Work never stops. Go Braves, go Falcons, go Hawks, go Heat. Let's go Nuggets. Um, <laughs> I just y'all know what I want, man. I I don't, I don't care who wins uh, at this point. I do. It's not the Hawks. I do not want to hear the Lakers, and I do not want to hear the Celtics. And if I could get neither one of them, I will be thrilled. And Anthony just Davis just fouled him for a three point shot. Congratulations. And it is hey, NBA is burning. And you didn't allow um, him to answer. That might be a flagrant. But um, I just want chaos. They're not gonna call it. I just want chaos, as y'all see the Elmo. I want chaos. Is chaos, he playing chaos. in Yeezys? Possibly. Uh, but with um, that being said, y'all, y'all appreciate y'all. Love y'all. Oh, no, go ahead. Number wait, one. wait, wait, wait. Number one, number one, number one. Specifically, as we enter this season of summer. More black beaches and more black baseball. Number two, more black cowboys and more black cowgirls. Number three, the historically black college and university you graduated from, your cousin graduated from, your mama graduated from, your person that used to take you to church graduated from, send some money over there. The historically black college and university in the neighborhood that you live, the one you go from to tailgate, homecoming, to kick it, to see your people, whatever it is, sprinkle some money over there. Reinvest in that community. And then finally, the greatest learning institution all of the world, the blue and the white, as you see here on my shirt here, the Hampton University. It's an $18.68 on behalf of the Splashcast. Support HBCUs. Love your friends. Love your family. Um, and yeah, chaos. Family over everything. Never family over oh, yeah. everything. We'll be right back. Well, we won't be right. We'll see y'all Saturday. Uh, we will be right back. We will be right back on Saturday for Saturday Morning Live. You know the catch us there. Yep. Love y'all. Peace out. Y'all listen to the smooth sounds of the splash. Nope, not the splash class. What time is it? <laughs> you are petty. Y'all stay safe. Love y'all. Closing time, open all the doors and let you out into the world. Closing time, turn all of the lights on over every boy and every girl. Closing
passing time One last call for alcohol So finish your whiskey or beer This is the Splashcast Weekly Schedule. You can find us on Monday, Monday Night Raw. That is the Around the League edition where we cover all of the major leagues around the league. Tuesday is the ATL edition. Braves, Falcons, Hawks. Wednesday is when the playlist comes out. It's a Splashcast 24, 12, or 36 pack, just depending on the music. Thursday for everybody who was not able to catch us live on Monday. They can catch up there on the Around the League edition. And then Saturday, of course, we bear beers for Saturday morning live. If you ever need to find us, we can be found at thesplashcast.com. And of course, via Instagram at the Splashcast.